0: MSW Media. This is Albert Hammond Jr., and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking. Some picking and a drinking. Well, this is what we're drinking with Dan how I missed the fart sound effect. Good to have you back. Fart sound effect. Speaking of being back, been off for a couple of weeks. Have you missed me? I've missed you. Terribly. I really have. It's summertime. Needed a little vacation. But uh, I am, I'm happy to be back now and uh, raring to go. My friends, raring to go. I got a lot to talk about with you on today's episode. No real big guest or anything, just, you know, kicking it with you, my bestie. I was driving into the studio today, and I just discovered my new favorite song. I've never heard this song before. It's an old song. I've been around since 1964, and it's called Come On and Swim by Bobby Freeman. Come on, everybody! Come on in. Bobby's gonna show you how to do the swim. Hey, hear it. Jamming. Come on. Toes are tapping. Kinda like the monkey, kinda like the twist. Pretend you're in the water and you go like this. Now baby swim. Baby do the <laughs> Ah, swim. yeah, right. Alright, so i love it you gotta think of the time when this came out like 60s he, They just said it the twist it's kind of like the the monkey whatever it's a song that they were like all right these other songs are giant hits you know how do we replicate the the success of the twist or how do we replicate the the success of the monkey or any of these themed songs i know let's throw them in the pool this is, everybody will be dancing but we'll be dancing in the pool Fucking genius right Come on. Gotta love it. I don't know, I do. I just think it's, you know, it's got some energy to it. Come on. I want you to swim. Swim. Oh yeah, I want you to do the dog paddle, baby. Now do the back Oh yeah, I kinda like the monkey, kinda like the twist. Come on, Bobby, give it to me. All right. All right. Enough of that. Okay. So anyway, that's, uh, it's called come on and swim and I am officially dubbing it the song of the summer, the song from 1964. I'm now dubbing the song of 2023. Get on board people do it. Um, we got, we also got, uh, some, some booze news. It's sad booze news though. I'm, uh, I, I guess we should play the, um, uh Booze news bumper. Breaking news bumper. Breaking news. Yeah, that's there. Um, uh, The sad news is that after 127 years in business, Anchor Brewing, the oldest craft brewery in America, is shutting down. I know. It's very sad. I'm depressed. The company issued a press release last Wednesday and they uh, they're based in San Francisco, and they said that they're ceasing operations and liquidating the business, quote, following a combination of challenging economic factors and declining sales since 2016. And now the press release went on to say that craft brewers have been struggling for a variety of reasons, uh, changing consumer habits, rising costs, supply chain challenges, blah, 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 you get it. One of the things they, they didn't mention in the press release, uh, go figure, is that the Japanese beer company Sapporo bought Anchor Steam in 2017 and essentially fubard. The, the brand, uh, the vine pair did a piece last month. I read that about Sapporo's mismanagement. They didn't understand craft beer in the United States. They, they tried this goofy rebrand in 2021 that, that looks, didn't, Anchor, Anchor had such a classic look and they did this rebrand to try to make it modern. It was really ill-advised. This is a, you know, again, a company that got its start in 1896 in San Francisco, First ever craft brewery in these United States. Now, by 1965, it was on the verge of bankruptcy and in stepped a guy named Fritz Maytag. If you recognize that last name, it's the Maytag Corporation. You know, remember the Maytag man? Washers, dryers, utilities, I don't know, uh, those things. So, Fritz Maytag comes in, buys Anchor, and turns it around and it basically ushers in the craft beer industry in the United States. And now they're their most notable beer, the beer they just the big one, the granddaddy, the, the the flagship beer is called Steam Beer, Anchor Steam Beer. It's a pale ale, and uh, but getting back to Sapporo, every year this thing they bought in 2017, and every year since then this it declined and a lot. The production of the beer declined. A, a industry site called Brewbound said that it it really started to scare other people, including. Uh, Stone Brewing, which Sapporo also uh, bought, another big California brewer called Stone. And who knows what they're going to do. All I know is this, that on a personal level, the end of Anchor really makes me sad. I mean, Anchor Steam was the first craft beer that I fell in love with. Um, You know, this is pre-internet. I was probably 21 at the time. And, uh, you know, back then you had to actually venture out into the world, find things to try. You didn't have the benefit of a million online reviews or Yelp or you could just click a button and have it delivered to your home. You had to go out and discover things. And uh, I first came across Anchor Steam at a place called Ortlieb's Jazz House, which is in the uh, Northern Liberty section of Philadelphia. Uh, talk about discovering. I mean, uh, now that area has been completely gentrified. But back then it was a little scary. But Ortlieb's was, oh, what a what a place. Anyway, beyond it being simply a delicious beer, which it is, I, I connected with Anchor because of its history, you know, and uh, I think the feelings it stirred in me. <laughs> really, I mean, at a time when everyone I knew was drinking Bud and Schlitz and Bush. Drinking an Anchor Steam, it made me feel special, you know, like different, uh, cooler, if I'm being honest. Like I was part of some secret society of sophisticated beer aficionados, you know, people who knew stuff. For real. A beer made me feel like a grown-up. Like I would graduated from the shit beers that were all I could afford when I was a teenager. Anchor was legit l-e-g-i-t legit and it became my beer so this morning i i went over to my local bevmo and i bought a case of anchor steam there was only six cases left there and i asked the guy at the store you know if there's more in the back and he said no once these uh once they're gone this is it no more no more anchor steam it was a great run right 127 years is a long time for any brand to stay in business, but uh, I really wish this particular one had been able to hold on longer. I'm not ready for it to be over, but it is anchor gave its 60 employees two months notice and a severance package but right now these are really tough economic times that we're struggling through and anchor's demise is a symbolic symbolic of that anchor has stopped brewing and will continue packaging and distributing the beer on hand while available or through the end of july it was great that fritz maytag saved it back in 65 i just wish somebody would save it now maybe somebody from salesforce or somebody from the warriors you know buy anchor steam and bring it back you know what are you gonna do? Uh, I invite you to follow me at the Imbiber on Instagram. I'm now on Threads as well. I'll thread you. Thread. throd. What's the word? Am I throtting? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll be doing a lot of throtting on Threads, and it's also at the Imbiber. Follow me there. Uh, I am on still on Twitter. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna stay on there though. I, I just don't know. It's just it feels like anchor stays. It Feels like anchor. It's going down like an anchor get it but i'm bump my sound effects where is my uh rim shot there you go thanks all right i'm gonna i'm gonna pour myself one of these anchor steam and then we'll take a quick break and we'll come back I'm, i got drinks of the week and i've got a lot of stuff this is like a bunch of stuff i'm gonna be telling you about that you should be drinking this summer get your drink on and i'm gonna be pouring that beer here we go Oh, come on, baby. Come on. Ah. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Friends, it's easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you. Never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. Look, when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life, so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I suggest you give BetterHelp a try. I've been using it for the past year, and it's been tremendous. Lockdown did a number on me. I was feeling pretty low. Then I connected with a BetterHelp therapist, and, well, I feel like me again. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/wwd today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p.com/wwd Friends, I made a resolution to be a better me in 2023. One of the many ways I intend to do so is by being the very best home bartender I can be. Thing is... Among my other big resolutions are don't waste time and don't waste money. Let's face it, whipping up cocktails at home can be an expensive and time-consuming effort. You don't always have time to go out and get fruits and veggies and squeeze them and juice them, or at least I don't anyway. And that's why my refrigerator is always well-stocked with Fresh Victor. Fresh Victor is a line of all-natural, clean-label cocktail mixers that taste splendiferous. They offer nine unique blends with contemporary flavors designed to tantalize any palate, including the two newest flavors, strawberry and lemon and grapefruit and sea salt. All of the ingredients are fair trade sourced. There's no artificial anything. The mixers are produced at a 100% solar powered juicing plant with absolutely no waste. And right now, Fresh Victor is ready to help you be your best cocktail making you with a killer deal simply go to freshvictor.com fill up your shopping cart and at checkout enter promo code FVDan20 FV for Fresh Victor Dan my name 20 FVDan20 get 20% off your order now's the time to treat yourself to the very best mixers on the markets and that's Fresh Victor hey everybody this is Red Rocker Sammy Hagar and you are listening to What Are We Drinking with Dan Dunn and guess what we are rocking it what we are drinking, or we are, was that good? Well, what, it's what we're drinking. Okay, one more time. Hey, the Red Rock the Sammy Hagar, I'm sitting here with Dan Dunn. And guess what we're drinking? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Woo! Hey there, I'm back. Now, everything you heard on this episode prior to the break, I recorded a couple of days ago. And the plan was to to record the rest of the episode on Monday, which is today, then we post on Tuesdays. It goes up at midnight on Monday. But the universe had other ideas, and I started having some issues with my eye a couple of days ago, and spent the entire day today, first at an optometrist, and then at an ophthalmologist seeing a, an eye surgeon at a torn retina which is better, I found out, than a detached retina, but the torn retina can lead to the detached retina. So I had to go in and have a laser surgery done today. I feel fine. I tell you all this, not because I want your sympathy, but you can give it to me if you want. But because uh, the plan changed for the rest of this show. I told you I was going to do a bunch of a whole bunch of stuff on drinks of the week. We're going to just do one thing on drinks of the week, which I already had prepared, and we're going to get to that shortly. But I got to talk about something that just really got under my collar. Uh, There was an article that appeared in Eater, Los Angeles. So, you know, Eater, a lot of big cities have the Eaters going, written by somebody named Mona Holmes, and it ran today. This is the headline. It says, Melrose Umbrella Company's accidental 40% service charge ignites LA social media. Now, that's a catchy headline, right? You're going to be, what the hell? 40% service charge. Now, let me say up front, I know the guys that own Melrose Umbrella Company. They, they are, they're friends of mine, Zach and Austin, and they also own a great bar in my area called The Corner Door. This is a small business. These are not rich kids. They, they started these businesses on their own, and they built them. In the, not only this one, they had a place called Lono that unfortunately didn't make it through COVID, but these guys work hard, and they're really good at what they do. Okay, so here's the piece. Starts off, says, last week, an accidental service charge at Melrose Umbrella Company reignited anger surrounding restaurant service fees on social media. A diner posted then deleted their receipt on Reddit that showed a 40% service charge, which the restaurant says was a clerical error, but the backlash is well underway. Okay, so basically there was a mistake on the bill. (laughs) That's what we're talking about here, that... Melrose umbrella company was not made aware of until after this customer posted it on Reddit rather than just go, Hey, there's a mistake on my bill. No, this is the world we live in. Now you got to go to social media as soon. They tracked down this customer and they said there was a, mis- the, there was a problem with the POS machine and it, it added this 40% service charge. They don't know where it came from. They refunded it and offered to buy this person, bring in a friend and come in for dinner. It's on us drinks dinner. Let's do it. Right. Make it right. That's what they did. But th- this non-story gets published now. They they talk about the in the article in Eater. They talk about how the, the system produced the error and the server failed to catch it. That shit happens. Sorry. Uh, make amends. Pat Melrose and Patterson off, offered to refund the entire meal. Invited him back in for dinner. And then that person, the person who originally posted on Reddit, deleted it. Okay. So now they tie this into the service fees that you've been hearing about, right? And, and I have a problem with those at restaurants as well because they, they don't actually go to the servers in a lot of cases. <clears throat> but let me, let me just read you a little bit more of this. Unaware of the POS error, Redditors lashed out at Melrose Umbrella Company. So again, unaware. They didn't, real, they didn't know the full story that the, the, the machine made a mistake and that as soon as they found out about it, they fucking fixed it. no. We got to just go after them. They fucking suck. Now, some suggested reporting that this is from the Eater article. Some suggested reporting this to the California attorney general called this type of service model deceitful. Again, this is all made up. It was a mistake that they fixed. But anyway, let's keep going. Even called into question the standard cake cutting fee or corkage fee. The incident raises questions. Now, this is the author of this article's opinion. The incident raises questions about how this can happen. What? Oh, you mean a machine can make a mistake? Oh, but the timing is unfortunate for the nearly 10 year old restaurant. Last month, former servers at John and Vinny's. Now, John and Vinny's is a completely different place owned by completely different people. But she brings this into this article. That they filed a class action lawsuit, people that work there, regarding the 18% service fee last month, putting service fees at the top of the minds of many L.A. diners. Now, if you're not the most sophisticated reader, and you came across this article, you're going to assume, because she lumped this in there, that Melrose Umbrella Company charges a service fee. Guess what? They don't. But somehow, now they're getting shit for charging a fee that they don't charge. It's just, uh, it's like malpractice journalism. This isn't, I don't even know what you, this is not journalism. It's, ma, it's, it's website post malpractice and it's bullshit. And I'm calling out Eater Los Angeles. Do better. Will you? Come on. Attacking people. And now these guys are taking a bunch of shit for nothing. What the hell's going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? I'm Fired up. There you go. And now, <laughs> after that rant, let's get to our, well, I guess it's drinks of the week. Drinks, drinks, drinks of the week. Drinks, drinks, drinks of the week. Drinks, drinks, drinks of the week. It's what we're drinking with Dan Dunn's. Drinks of the week. Jazz yes, hands. As I said, I was going to do more, but I'm only going to do one because I am just had eye surgery and I just don't want to, I, I got to recover. All right. But we're going to do a very special whiskey. It's called Wild Turkey. We all know Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey's Masters Keep Voyage. Now, this is the latest expression in an annual limited edition that Wild Turkey does. Uh, They put out highly sought after whiskeys. It started back in 2015, and every one of them has become a, a collector's edition, basically. So this was crafted by Wild Turkey's uh, legendary master distiller, Eddie Russell, Hall of Famer, son of Jimmy Russell, also Hall of Famer, uh, father of Bruce Russell, who's been on this show numerous times, as has Eddie. And uh, he did the partnering up with uh, the also legendary Dr. Joy Spence, who is the master blender of Appleton Estate Jamaica rum. I love that rum, it's fantastic. So the uh, the Wild Turkey Master Keep Voyage is a 106-proof expression of 10-year-old bourbon that was finished in rum casks, uh, the first time that Wild Turkey's ever finished their, their, in their illustrious history in rum casks. Uh, this is a momentous occasion. So basically, Dr. Spence selected some casks that previously held 14-year-old pot still rum, and she sent them up to the Wild Turkey Distillery in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, And they got filled with 10-year-old bourbon. So what's it taste like? Well, like no wild turkey I've ever had before. I'll tell you that. That's for damn sure. Uh, This whiskey is something else. The tropical influence is unmistakable. Got a whole palette of uh, fruit flavor front and center, starting with banana. Really, I got a little banana notes in there. I just loved it. And uh, I also clocked some uh, some caramel and uh, chocolate and some pepper on the finish. A very harmonious whiskey which is what you'd expect from from a from one that was created by two distillers with over 80 years of combined experience now as you can imagine something this special doesn't come cheap uh, wild turkey's master keep voyage retails for drum roll please $275 Ouch, it's a lot. I'm just say this, don't let that deter you. Even if you're not willing to spend that much on something you're just going to pour down your gullet, you can always get a bottle and save it unopened. Promise you a couple of years from now, you'll be able to sell it on the secondary market for three to five to 10 times what you paid for it. This is a whiskey that is only going to go up in value as time goes by. Unlike that fucking Eater article, which already sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Got to call. You Got you know what? I'm going to, if I see bullshit, I hear bullshit. I'm calling out bullshit. That's what I'm going to do. Anyway, I'm going to go recover now. Uh, my left eye is in need of some rest. I apologize for not having more drinks of the week, but I will tell you this. and We say this at the end of the drinks of the week all the time. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Enjoy yourself. While you're still in the pink, the years go by as quickly as a wink. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. And I invite you to follow me on social media at the imbiber Instagram and threads. Now I'm throtting, throating, threading, greeting, whatever you do there. And, uh, I'm still on Twitter for now. I want to say thank you to, uh, I didn't have any guests today, <laughs> just me screaming into the shouting into the void. I want to thank you dear listener for being here as always. Uh, next week, we got a band on. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm gonna tease. I'm going to tease you. The famous band will be on this podcast next. So hope uh, hope you're back for that one. Okay, bye. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind.